0: What is up everyone, welcome back to the That's Life podcast. My name is Abby Murphy and I am so happy that you were here today. Welcome to episode three of Faith and Fitness. So if you don't know, this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life, how to do it through a Christian lens. However, if you're not a Christian, if you're not a Christian, um, reverse. Uh, if you're not a Christian, you are still welcome here. We're going to be talking about sports today. What better um, way to get introduced to what some thoughts of a Christian um, are on sports and how to apply faith into that? Uh, then keep on listening. And, you know, you don't have to agree. We're, I'm still going to love you either way. But um, I'll try to focus as much as what I, of what I say on the Bible and uh, add in a few personal touches here and there so with that being said welcome old comers newcomers wherever you're at come as you are that's been like what I've been meditating on this past like a couple weeks um I've been really kind of struggling just a little update I've been really kind of struggling to read my bible which I've always been really really excited to read my bible and it's not like I'm even putting it off in a way that's like oh I don't want to do it like I want to read it but I just don't no, i'm kind of lost in like what i need to read right now so i'm kind of playing this waiting game and i you know i don't feel convicted i always preach like read your bible read your bible read your bible and i this isn't a season where like i'm just gonna stop reading my bible but i'm i'm kind of taking a week off and just really listening for where god wants me to read um and i don't know if that's right or wrong but that's just what i'm feeling you know and i I don't know. I, it could be sinful. It, it could not. I don't feel convicted about it though. Um, I actually feel like it's needed to take this time to just rest, recoup, take a break from this intense Bible study that I just did um, on my own and kind of refine where the Lord wants me to uh, start in his word. So taking a little taking a little debrief. Um, can't wait to get back into it though because I really feel different when I'm not reading the Bible. I I Feel a little more confused a little more stressed overwhelmed So I know that the time is coming for me to crack open that book soon But anyways, that's where I am with that And I just wanted to fill you guys in and know that it's okay Not to know what to do because that's why I've been meditating on come as you are like Even when i'm a little bit confused on like where I should be reading and what I should be studying I'm just coming to him with open arms coming to him as I am um, and Trying to pursue him and keep that fire alive within me so that I um, never take for granted being able to spread the gospel to people. So, with that being said, um, if you're new here, I like to open up with either a life update, uh, get to know you know who I am a little bit. But for the faith and fitness series, this is episode three. I encourage you to listen to the first two. Um, The first one, what was the first one about? Uh, working out the first one was about working out the second one was about nutrition and this one is going to be about sports athletes athletes in college athletes in high school professional athletes people who were once athletes people who enjoy sports people who enjoy working out anyone um who enjoys being fit now this is coming from a theater girl I've never played a sport um in high school I've always been the theater girl but I really love playing sports. PE was fun. Things were fun. Um, But I bet you had a, a friend or have a friend that is an athlete. So this could be beneficial for those that aren't athletes who want to relate in some way i'm sure you'll relate in some way whether you can apply this to whatever hobby you do um but i've been blessed to be able to be a part of the uh, fellowship of christian athletes club all throughout high school and then in college i serve in their summer camps and it is life-changing every summer i get to work with so many high school athletes and um the girls have become some of my best friends if you want to listen to my experience specifically with fellowship of christian athletes um this summer with an amazing group of girls huddle 47 uh It's under the podcast, hashtag Huddle, that's Huddle47, if I can speak today. Goodness gracious, I'm going crazy. Anyways, with that being said, we're going to open up in a game. So for today's game, I'm going to be taking different sports quizzes. So the first quiz that I found online is, and I haven't seen any of these, so I don't really know what they say, but this is which sport you should play next based on your answers to these questions so the first question is what's your favorite color we have green purple yellow pink and blue oh blue 100 percent. what's your dream job author activist performer anything involving sports or none of these well obviously performer um if you don't know i'm i go to belmont and i'm studying musical theater so there's that how many friends do you have i don't know Um, It says, are you kidding? I'm the most popular person, Mm, no. Five to 10 people, eh, I have like three close friends. I'm a loner for life, it's just me and my bestie. You know, I feel like I've gone through seasons of everything where it's like, oh, I just kinda like have a close group or, I don't know, it depends I think everyone's my friend. I like to I like to be friends with everyone. I wouldn't say I'm the most popular person, though. Um, I'll just say, like, five to ten people, because that's the most friends it gives, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, I know everybody. Anyways, okay, moving on. I was thinking way too deep into that. What type of pets do you want? None, cats, and cats only. Chickens, puppies, or all the birds? Puppies! I want a puppy so bad, and I've been trying to convince my mom to let me get a dorm dog, but she thinks i can't take care of it which is actually probably true but like i just want little puppy to cuddle sometimes anyways what's your preferred hobby playing sports singing or anything musical doing some kind of art organizing or anything with adventure okay this is tough because singing or anything musical is my preferred way of life but it's not really my hobby anymore because i'm studying it for work so if, I, if high school Abby was taking this, it would be musical, but since I'm in college studying it and that's my occupation, then I would say my hobby is playing sports. That's deep. Finally, what's your dream home? Something small and simple, any apartment, a huge house, modern-day home, or I don't want to live just in one place. I want to see the world. Um, I want to see the world, but I don't think I could live in a van. And that's the picture that's shown here. So probably something small and simple dream home just mm, i don't know okay right now in where i am right now if i had to choose a dream home yeah i probably travel the world i guess okay what am i gonna oh basketball you're interesting fun energetic and kind of aggressive mm, okay but you're very supportive of people you love and care about you're pretty good at all sports so why not try this one oh they think i'm They think I'm pretty good at all sports. Wow. This is, I'm honored. Theater girl is good at all sports, everybody. You heard it here first. The next quiz that I'm going to be taking is, do you even have the most basic sports knowledge? This is, um, this one, I'm very doubtful about my knowledge. Let's see. Which of these terms means you knock down all the pins in bowling on the first frame split set strike spare strike got it right which position in soccer is allowed to touch the ball goal goalkeeper it's forward goalkeeper defender midfielder goalkeeper yeah okay good which of these is not a position in american football shortstop linebacker quarterback safety shortstop that's in baseball right baseball i think yes the person on the back of the horse during a race is called... Oh, I'm, I'm from Kentucky. Uh, Buddy Springer jockey equine, equine, equine? I don't even know what that word is. Jockey. I know that. In baseball, who warms up the bullpen? What's the bullpen? Okay, let me think. Who warms up the bull... Who warms up the bullpen? What's a bullpen? Uh, oh, catcher, outfielder, pitcher, batter? Probably batter. I don't I don't know what a bullpen is. Who warms up? I don't know, the batter? Oh, it's the pitcher. I don't I don't know what a bullpen is. Whatever. In basketball, how many points could one basket be worth? Could? Could one basket? Three, four, six, seven. It's three, right? Yeah. Which of these is not a type of penalty in ice hockey? I don't know anything about ice hockey. Minor, moderate, major misconduct. It's not a type of penalty. It's not a penalty. Moderate, minor. I feel like a my. I feel like it's moderate. Moderate, yeah. Yes, okay. In billiards, which is the last ball that gets shot into a pocket? Oh, in pool? Why do they call it billiards? Billiards? This is so confusing, okay. Which is the last ball that gets shot into a pocket? Oh, the eight ball, yeah. What is a TKO in boxing? Um, The kick off, is that right? I give up, what is it? Technical knockout, awesome. Which of these is not a line on a tennis court? Baseline, service line, rack line, singles sideline, um um um, um 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 rack line. Yes. How many players are on the court at one time during a standard volleyball game? Oh shoot. It's si- is it wait, there's 3 no is it, it's not 10. There's 10, 12, 14, 16. Maybe it is 10. Oh, it's 12. Oh, six on each side. I was like, it's six. But that can't six on each side. I knew that. I knew that, people. Don't cancel me. Which event is in, is not included in a triathlon? Rowing, swimming, biking, running. Rowing. I know that one. What is the object the rackets hit in badminton? Oh, mit- it's a, a cue ball optimist shuttlecock mitten. Mitten. Oh, it's called a shuttlecock? I didn't know that I like badminton though it's fun rugby okay now we're getting into weird territory anyways oh there's two more questions rugby differs from American football in many ways including rugby is non-contact rugby players don't wear heavy protective equipment rugby is played on a court not a field rugby is played with a circular ball I don't know what rugby is I feel like it'd be played with a circular ball Oh, no. It's rugby doesn't wear heavy protective equipment. I don't even know what rugby is. Last question. Which of these is not currently an Olympic sport? Taekwondo, judo, handball, cricket. What? None of the above? I don't know. It's not. I've, um Cricket? Oh, I got it right. Let's go. I got 10 out of 15. I scored better than 38% of all other quiz takers. So you heard it here first, folks. It says, sporty to the max. There's probably one sport that's your absolute favorite, but you have a very solid understanding of a variety of sports. So now that I've proven myself in my sports knowledge with very valid, valuable information, let's go ahead and talk about sports. So I like to introduce my topics with a prayer, and then we will go into it just to invite the spirit into this room, invite him into the conversation, and allow him to speak through the microphone, Uh, to me, to the listeners, so we can all have an open conversation together with just one person speaking on the mic because that's, uh, anyways. Dear Heavenly Father, I invite you here, I invite you into the heart of um, myself and the person listening, be with them and wherever they're at and help them present themselves to you, not with a filter, not with um, trying to put on a show, but just as they are, Lord, because they're beautifully made in your image, and I pray that as we talk about sports, we talk about athletes, um, I pray that the person listening identifies as a Christian before anything else, Um, and I pray this is a moving conversation amen so I want to go ahead and start off with the verse that I have for this because I really really love the verse um I did I found like a verse for each uh episode in this podcast and the one that I found for this one was first Corinthians it's in chapter 9 verses 25 to 27 it says all athletes are disciplined in their training they do it to win a prize that will fade away but we do it for eternal an eternal prize So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. I have loved this verse for a while. Um, It's especially verse 27. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. So I'm working out basically is what it's saying. Um, Stay healthy to be able to do things. Um, otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Um, so we can't speak the speak if we don't do the do. You know if that makes sense. And it's it's not saying oh I'm training myself so that I can teach so that I can train others. Um, athletics wise but it's saying like I do the work as an athlete puts in the work so that I can perform to the best of my ability as a Christian I read the Bible I pray I study the words that I'm able to spread the gospel just as athletes put in the work do the squats lift heavy run build up that endurance so that they can perform well on race day Um, and I think this is a beautiful parallel there are so many parallels in athletics in sports especially um, that us as Christians can play off of and base off of and hold close to our hearts so um, with that being said and with that verse in mind that's first corinthians chapter nine verses 25 through 27 and if you hear pages that's my notes um, but anyways so athletes all athletes out there um before i go deeper i want you to know that being an athlete is an amazing thing and it's never something to look down upon um, ever and it's awesome however i feel th- found that the trend with athletes in um not all athletes but a lot of athletes I've spent a lot of time growing up with athletes especially in FCA um the common especially with like people who you know suffer from an injury and then they can't play their sport anymore the common theme that I found is that athletes don't know who they are without their sport and um again it's a very general stereotypical you know uh, line of um g- generalizing athletes and not everyone is like this however i can say that about theater that like without theater i could very well if that was taken away from me i could very well not know who i was anymore um because i based myself as the actor right like people are like oh hey like who are you oh my name's abby I uh oh what do you do oh i'm i do theater right um same with you know athletes it's like oh i've played soccer all my life without soccer i don't know who i am or like you find the seniors that are like i don't even enjoy the sport anymore but i'm just doing it because i want to make it all four years or i want to do all this all these things it's like we pride ourselves in our label of what we do the lord wants us to have our hobbies have our jobs have our passions he's given us passions he gives us the desires of our heart however when we replace our foundation and who we are in our identity of the lord with that sport that we play that's when things get dangerous because we got to face the facts like we cannot allow ourselves or allow the validation of other people to be based off of our sport or what we do um and you know i think about it with like if you identify yourself in that sport it's like who are you outside of that sport and it and you kind of start to Tell yourself not to think these thoughts, right? Um, if we were to put as much energy into our sport as we do the Lord, think of how strong of a Christian that you would be. Um, there are so many stories out there. I, have, You hear the classic, I mean, like someone is paralyzed, they wake up and they're paralyzed, or someone loses an arm. Bethany Hamilton, for those of you that don't know, got her arm bitten off by a shark, um, and... She suffered serious depression. If you've seen Soul Surfer, you know, right? Um, but she she really, really suffered that identity crisis. And an identity crisis is not fun, people. Um, so I'm going to give you the example of the God-sized hole. So we have our heart. And inside our heart, we have this God-sized hole. And the only thing that will truly fit is God. However, us as humans try to fill it with other things. We try to fill this lack of something, um, this lack of knowing who we are, this lack of satisf- satisfaction, satisfaction, is that the word? Whatever, satisfying ourselves um, with the things of this world. Again, a passion and a hobby and something you want to pursue That is different from replacing... Oh, I just hit the mic. Sorry, I got a little too into it. That is different than replacing your identity, right? So we have things we're passionate about and then we have our identity. Those two cannot be the same unless that passion is being a Christian. And even if that passion is being a Christian, we can't identify ourselves in being a Christian because that is not the same as... God Um, we are followers of Christ but as followers of Christ we are supposed to be like Jesus in any way that we can and being a Christian to me when I think of identifying yourself as being a Christian I think of um, again this isn't scripture-based this is just me speaking but um, I you know when I say I'm a Christian when I think of someone that's a Christian I think of someone that does things um, that reads the word and that goes out and serves and and these are all fine and great but if we start basing our identity off of works that's not true uh faith in the lord. So, I've kind of gone down on a little spider web, but you understand what I'm saying. Uh we can't refill this god-sized hole with anything and Jesus has so much power that if he allows your sport to be taken away from you, it's not out of punishment, but he's going to use that to strengthen you um and he's going to use it to build you up there's nothing wrong with goals there's nothing wrong with wanting to play your sport for a long time there's nothing wrong with even having that sport make you who you are and adding to yourself but again it's the fine line between having qualities that make you who you are add to your personality discovering your passions and who you are as a person and your identity our identity is based on the word we are the Lord lives inside of us. the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. He's not leaving. It's just a matter of if we listen to that or if we listen to what coach says and we listen to what what praises people give us for making that goal and we base our uh, we base how good of a person we are off of what people are telling us about how we play our sport um, And again, I say we I'm not an athlete it's so like you know it's, I don't know, but I mean, I run, you know, take for example, me running for so long. It was like, oh, Abby's the runner. Abby's the runner. I can't not run because people know me as the runner. And who am I without running? I don't, I don't have to live up to this expe- ec- this expectation of what other people have of me. The Lord knows who I am. I know who I am in the Lord. So if one day I don't want to run anymore, that doesn't change how I view myself at all, and that doesn't change how beautiful of a person I am, and how I see myself. I still see myself with the the same view that I would if if I keep running. Again, I love running, and I think it's great. But there have been seasons where I don't want to do it, and I finally got into a place where it's like, okay, if I don't want to run, I don't want to run. I don't have like a specific race to get to. Um, I'm still keeping up with my body, like I'm still doing other forms of exercise, but I don't want to run, and there have been other seasons where I don't want to run, but you know people know me as a runner, and so I'm like, well, I have to keep doing it, I have to keep doing it, and eventually I'm going to burn out or I'm going to put my priorities to the side because all my energy is going to this one thing. I don't have any other energy to put anywhere else. Um, and my main priority in those seasons should have been the Lord, but the Lord is so gracious that even when I push him out and I uh, idolize running or idolize my sport, um, he will chase me down. I may be running, but he's running faster. And he's running right beside me, and, and you know when we allow him in, he that's when he totally transforms our world. So one thing I wanted to touch on with sports, you know, in sports we all have a coach. There's someone coaching you. If you really want to get serious, even about lifting, you get a coach. Um, even in nutrition and and your diet, you could have like food coaches. If you have goals that you want to work for, you get a coach. If you want to have a specific goal um, to win the game to get a certain time on your marathon to lift certain whatever to have whatever physique goal whatever your goal is it is wise and smart to get a coach or you look up coaching or you find things online that you can follow or you have a plan or you know you name it fill in the blank we have a coach someone guiding us um just as athletes Have a coach to guide them along the way. Us as Christians have the Lord to guide us along the way. And a thing about a coach is that a coach is not gonna sit back and watch you mess up in your sport and watch you do something that they know isn't helpful. And they're not just gonna sit there and watch and say, oh, well, you know, they're not doing this right, but I'm not gonna say anything. No, they're gonna tell you what you did wrong so that you can get better and it may not feel good in the moment but it's going to produce great things after do you see where i'm going with this the lord it may seem like a punishment like why do bad things happen to good people why is the lord allowing this season in my life why is this so hard why 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 like why god why me god like this is so hard i thought you loved me like why are you allowing evil into my life right now i thought you loved me exactly he's preparing you He's training you. He's making you better. A coach is hard on the player because he knows that the player can handle it. God allows hard things in our life because he knows it will produce goodness later. We can rejoice in our trials because we know it produces perseverance. Right? And The thing about a coach is that a coach is there at practices. So yeah, coach may be telling things to you, giving you corrections. And you may not love that feeling of coach giving constructive criticism. But the thing about the coach is that coach is still there at practice. Coach is watching you. Coach stays. Coach watches and gives you feedback and then watches you apply it and stays there. God's not going to give you something or allow something in your life and then say, okay, you deal with it. Like, bye. Have fun. See you later. Like, God is going to coach you. But we've got to listen. It's not It's not going to happen if if we don't listen to it and apply it. How do we listen to it? We learn. We've got to learn to find how to listen. Right? Like with me, with my directors, I know that if they don't tell it to me straight up and they sugarcoat the corrections that I need, I'm not going to apply it. The other day I told one of my directors... I just need you to tell it to me straight and I need you to be hard on me because I'm not going to apply it unless you tell it to me hard because I know that's how I receive information and I apply things to get the result. With the Lord, it's the same. God, show me how you speak to me. Try things out. Write things out and say, okay, maybe maybe when I write, that's how I hear the Lord. But you've got to give it time. Okay, maybe if I just start asking small questions, I'll start to learn how he speaks to me through how I feel through my gut. Okay, now that I know this, I'm able to ask him bigger questions. Or, oh, God is showing me things day to day that that give me answers in my life. Or, God speaks to me through dreams. Or, God speaks to me through visions. Or, whatever it is, God speaks to me through worship. Like, Find your way, give it time, test things out. He is speaking to you. You've just got to find out how. And that's a waiting game and it takes time. But again, he's there alongside you. He's going to coach you, he's not just going to leave you there. So, with that being said, sports are great, but they're toxic and they're not great when you idolize them and make them your identity. So I want to ask a couple questions um, for all of my athletes out there. Question number one, what is your sport? Question number two, who are you? What do you do? Right? I'm a soccer player. I'm Abby. I'm a soccer player. I play soccer, whatever. Question number three, how much time do you spend on that sport And question number four, how much time do you spend with the Lord? Whether that's listening to worship music, whether that's listening to a podcast, whether that's at church, whether that's at Bible study, whether that's spending time in the Word, whether that's journaling your prayers, whether that's just praying in the car, praying in the hallway, whether that's just being in the presence of the Spirit, having the heart posture of worship as you go throughout your day constantly in your conversations with people, spreading the gospel. How much time are you spending on that compared to how much time you're spending thinking about your sport, training for your sport, gossiping about your other teammates, talking about how rude your coach was? And question number five, how can you identify as a Christian, identify as the Lord's child instead of identifying as the player of your sport. So think about that this week. Write down some things that could help you. um, Find that. Align yourself with your goals. um, And allow yourself to fail. Give yourself love. Don't be too hard on yourself. With that being said, I love you. Jesus loves you. And... That's life.